You know what the problem with Albar is? You know, he thinks he's the hero in his own story. Don't get me wrong. I would love, I mean, really love to just settle down maybe. Yeah, I'm not talking about kids, but eh, lucrative business, you know, finally enjoy the pleasures of life. But, I mean, every time there's some sort of, and speak of the devil. Welcome back for another episode of Errant Adventures, the solo actual play podcast where stories are told at the speed of dice. With me, Steve Morrison, your game master and solo player. Now come on, let's grab the dice and see where our story goes. Taz, are you ready yet? Yeah, I was just talking to my friend over here, and the squirrel hops away, and Taz looks out on what may be... A frosty morning falling on either side of winter. Uh, not really sure if he wants to head back to Frostcrag, but sure enough, Buddy Elvar will lead him somewhere. Well, let's get our journey underway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I tried to get as much supply as possible. Kind of rolls around his pack a little bit, pulls out some rope. We lost some of this, and he pulls out some more canvas or tarping. <sighs> Horses, man. Just... I can't, for the love of me, like, ox everywhere. Horses? You tell me where they are in this town. I have not seen any horses since we came to Woodwatch. Bullshit. There are horses everywhere, and nobody will sell one. Anyway, all right. Weed. Uh, and at this point, Taz is kind of frustrated. Last time we talked, uh, he was not very successful in uh, securing. He, he, he bit off more than he could chew uh, and struck out in finding any sort of uh, assistance to travel. Even so, we do have five supplies, so we, we did re- replenish our supplies, we just don't have any horses. Yeah, that, that was a, a hit on the, the old momentum. Yes. I think uh, Taz is temperamental, uh, I think. I've discovered, really? I've discovered that uh, as we've played, uh, that uh, Taz is a little bit uh, moody, so he's going to be a little bit sullen. Uh, you scared off his friend that he was talking to, so. Uh, Elvar does that. <laughs> So Elvar, who has still bandages wrapped around his ribs, because oh, he's still hurt. I mean, he's he's sitting at three health. Mm. Uh, he is going to look out on that uh, frosty morning as well. And we are going to undertake a journey to our old home of Frostcrag. Uh, we think this is going to be a troublesome journey because Frostcrag is not too far away from Woodwatch. Uh, both are in the hinterlands. Frostcrag is a little bit closer to the Tempest Hills than Woodwatch is. So we are going to be heading sort of up in elevation, which makes sense with the name Frostcrag. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to get underway. And apparently Elvar is leading this journey. Yeah, it's our hometown. Yeah. Should, should be no problem. Should be no problem. So once again, this is a troublesome <laughs> journey and we are underway with wits so i've got a wits of two hey so here we go how is that possible three just asking how is that possible (laughs) uh so i've got three on the action die i've got a six and a nine on the challenge dice for a miss so you know continuing my streak from last episode without fail (laughs) on a miss you are waylaid by a perilous (laughs) event pay the price oh geez well we didn't uh, want to go there anyway, did we? No, not really. <laughs> okay, so let's roll pay the price. 
Uh, a surprising development complicates your quest. So what could this be? Because we have a few outstanding threads. More recently, we've got Morian the mercenary that Elvar defeated last episode in single combat. And uh, subsequently, the mercenary was exiled from Shieldfall and may or may not have it out for Elvar. Taz also infuriated the new mayor of Shieldfall, uh, Valari. Valeri. Valeri. I should probably write that down. Yes. And Valeri has potentially put out a hit on Taz because of his knowing Valeri having some sort of conflict with Mori and the mercenary. We also, from our days past, still have an open thread where we had some, like, bandits that we defeated. Yep. We, we did something. We also have a past in Frostcrag. We do have a past in Frostcrag. Specifically. Yes. Not a pleasant one. Not a pleasant one at all. But instead of the dark, mysterious man having one ward, he had multiple wards in an orphanage. Uh, and dark, mysterious man was uh, truly a bad guy. Yeah. Who's no longer there. Yep. He's moved on to some, somewhere else. But who knows? But who knows? Who's left? So what do we think of this surprising development is? Do we want to roll on <sighs> yeah, action? Let's ask, let's, uh, let's ask the Oracle just right. to, to focus our... So we got 50 on our action, which is transform. transform. And our theme is 14. Transform duty. Hmm. So changing your or our <laughs> oath uh, or quest. I mean, transform duty could be Morian the mercenary because we certainly transformed his duty. <laughs> D-U-T-Y. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, who knows? <laughs> Elvar, Elvar, after getting whooped pretty bad, bested him. He did best him. I mean, yeah, if that's who we want to go with. <sighs> I don't know. Duty feels more like a guard changing their path. So, okay. Whether it is... I was thinking of our duty. So transforming the duty yeah. and it's, it's, it's a perilous, uh, intersection or, you know, we're trying to actually not go to Frostcrag. We're trying to go to a cave. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, maybe we were soldiering out for, you know, the day or getting court towards evening. And, uh, I mean, this is a loose interpretation, but it could be that where we're trying to get to is now inaccessible and passable. Okay. So what if it is, you know, the first, the first grasps of winter and there's, you know, there was some sort of snowstorm. (laughs) (laughs) We're not really in the mountain. No, we're not quite yet, but there's some sort of snowstorm that has made the path impassable. And because of that kind of looking at the map, maybe we have to, because we were following like basically a a goat trail or, or something like that. That is a, for all intents and purposes, a road leading towards Frostcrag. Yeah, like day two or something like that. Frostcrag yeah. is probably like a few days away. Yeah, and so that's now impassable, and so we have to go off-road and trudge through. I think I think it's going to increase our journey difficulty. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, so I think it is going to make this now, instead of a troublesome journey, it's just going to upgrade it to dangerous. Dangerous. Just not formidable. Right. That's when we fail again, and then we have to start ice climbing. Yes. Yep. 
<laughs> no, let's not do that. Uh, you know, it doesn't take a person to kill us. Just terrible mountaineering skills. Just terrible mountaineering <laughs> skills. Exactly. After a few hours, sort of trudging vaguely sort of north, maybe uh, northwest a little bit, circumventing around, maybe even heading basically towards the Tempest Hills, and then we're going to cut across over to where Frostcrag is. Elvar will continuing to uh, lead. We're probably bickering like old women, like, oh, no, absolutely. this is definitely the path. No, yeah. I remember when I was 10, this is where we went to. Yes. And uh, hopefully this goes better. Hey, that's better. I've got eight on the action die, a six and a four on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So we reach a waypoint. If the waypoint is unknown to us, envision it. I'm going to say we come in from the north to this cave area Mm -hmm. because of, you know, we had to sort of a penalty. This seems like we, you know, we miss and then hit. We've, We've got to have, it's not a complication, but we're coming in from a weird angle. Yeah, from from the top going down. So I think to like a little veil. We are a little bit more in the mountains in that those first. I guess they're not really mountains, but those first sort of craggy hills Mm -hmm. of the Tempest Hills, and we are sort of making our way along. And because we got a strong hit, we can mark progress, or we can suffer minus one supply and mark progress, and I can take plus one momentum. Sure, let's do that. Let's say we're actually using the brand new rope that uh, Taz secured. Cool. You get a momentum. I feel like... I like that. feels... Takes me to six momentum, and our supply goes down to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want Elvar to continue leading the way through... He's doing such a great job. All right. <laughs> this time, we've got a four on the action die, a five, and a seven on the challenge dice for another miss. You d- is that with your wits? Yeah. That's a two. Oh. Plus two. Oh, bummer. It's not great. No, it's not uh, great. And now, because we gave us, uh, gave me that extra <laughs> momentum, <laughs> I have enough momentum to burn the momentum and get a weak hit. Wow. So I'm going to do that. Like it was meant to be. It was meant to be. So on a weak hit, we can reach a waypoint and mark progress, but suffer minus one supply. So our supply goes down to three, but we mark another waypoint yeah we're repelling down we use the rope there's some slippage you know one of us almost dies <clears throat> Elvar. and <laughs> we get down but we lose our rope uh it's a little harried Elvar just through sheer grit and will and determination you know catches himself as he slips like 10 feet and yeah cut hands and we're okay. there and we're there so 35 on the location description is occupied <laughs> for the waypoint. Of course it is. So is it occupied by humans or is no. it occupied by like animals? Yes. Okay. What kind of animals? Now, remember, this is this is a, like a minor complication. It's not even something that we necessarily have to deal with. We, are, we already lost so, our supply. So this is the difference between like a grizzly bear and raccoons. Yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> exactly. Okay. This is more for flavor than it is for some sort of like thing that we have to overcome yeah so flavor is uh well used by animals yeah so there's a certain aroma yeah and we're just like ah, by the gods <laughs> do we have gods in the setting i don't we We've never, we never went it. through the setting truths so do we have gods in this setting uh we could be agnostic about it and say yes and no okay i think elvar believes in that's more ambivalent m- maybe maybe Elvar says something like, "Yeah, he believes, he in, believes the in the Elvis gods." gods. Yeah, of we talk, he does. We, I think we talked about this last yes, time. Yes, Taz, Taz yeah. has 
ridiculed him. Kataz does not believe sure. in gods. So yeah, Alvar's like, by the gods, what is that smell? Well, if that's your god's handiwork, it's pretty terrible. Um, and he starts kicking around like <laughs> bones and shit and all this other crap lying around. So yeah, pulls up like you know like the kerchief part of around his uh, nose and makes his way inward. This is like a little sheltered veil of rocks and things like that. And we don't know what animal it may be. Um, let's just say there's a lot of refuse and, and waste and whatnot. I'm trying to pick our way through. We don't linger there for long. No. Okay. Got it. Cool. Got it. Uh, do you want? Yes. Elvar Taz to is now taking taking over. Okay. He's just he's moving forward. <laughs> With the mention of Elvar's elvish gods, he's, he's <laughs> had enough. Let me let me do this. So this is plus widths. Sweet. Oh, Shiza. Um, that is only a four for my action die oh. versus a nine and a seven. Oh, no. He's he's thrown off <laughs> gods and animal crap lying around. Oh, it's terrible. Couldn't find horses and get to make our way around this gods forsaken valley. <laughs> Wonder what gods, what gods are they, Elvar? He's not even paying attention now. No. Name them. <laughs> Taz definitely does not want to go to Frostcrag. He's like, oh, let's go this way. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Fortunately, the cave isn't there in Frostcrag. It's just, you know, adjacent. Exactly. So we're going to pay the price again. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see what it is. So Moody distracted, grumbling Taz. A new danger or foe yeah. is revealed. Maybe it's the actual animals that live there. And that they're predators. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> Literally what's into, you know, a saber-toothed tiger. I don't know what. And we probably would have known what's around these areas. And there's yeah. probably some heavy-duty predators i mean like wolves cats and wolves and bears yeah large cats do we want to say wolves wolves yeah this sounds yeah. like a great like yeah we're in a wolf den okay so we stumbled in a wolf den and st- taz's head's turned and then he hears a growl and turns around oh shite oh there's a wolf <laughs> there's there. wolf hi doggy <laughs> oh boy okay so what happens when you walk into a wolf den do you know uh S- we're about to find out <laughs> I have a spear, which I think is good for uh, fighting wolves. Magical Elvish Dagger. Yep. Are we going to try and avoid these wolves? Because, like, just because a new foe is revealed doesn't mean we have to, like, get into a fight with them. Should we try to just hoof it and run? And if we fail on that face danger, then then we have to fight them? I can't honestly say we're going to outrun a dog. I mean, a wolf. I mean, sure. I, I, physically, that's, that's impossible. We could c- climb our way around, right? Right. Yeah. Because we're in kind of like a craggy veil area. So yeah, Taz. Oh, nice, nice Wolfie, <laughs> backing away. Didn't mean anything. Looking over at Elvar. I think Elvar is going to uh, take the lead on rolling this face danger because I think what he does is he steps up with the spear and is like, "Taz, get up that wall." And he's like holding okay. them off with the spear, thinking that maybe you can get up there and then like throw down, pull some rocks or something and like yeah. throw down something at least to give him sure, time. Scare him away. Oh, that's a good idea. So this is going to be, we're going to envision Elvar saying that like, get up there and start throwing some rocks. Exactly. So <laughs> this is going to be plus iron give, for Elvar. Give me some space too, which he's good for. Yeah. Five on the action die two fours <gasps> on the challenge dice for a strong hit with something special with an opportunity. Give it like a little sound effect for that. Like a do, 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 do. <laughs> I was thinking more like sparkles. Oh. Like a chimes. <laughs> All right. Opportunity. So uh, what is your opportunity? Uh, well, that's a good question. So we get away from the wolves. That's the strong hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as an it, opportunity goes. And it looks like we've practiced this. You spear, keep it away. I climb up, scare, you know, wolf away with rock, you yeah. know, lend a hand. You Like it's clockwork. Yeah. We have 
probably run across some wolves in our time playing in the woods around Frost Crag before. Yeah. Well, let's see uh, action and subject for... And we didn't have to kill it. And we didn't have to kill it. So we got 77 for action, secure, and the theme is another... Oh, no, this is 17. Hmm. Uh, I can't read these dice that well. Uh, it's Secure 17. Renown. Re that Secure one. Renown. Nobody's here. It's got the wolf. Unless the wolf tells the other wolves. Maybe. That, like, <laughs> all the wolves in the land <laughs> bow down before Taz and Elvar. So, you joke. <laughs> is that a thing? But what if the Secure Renown is that we don't have to worry about coming across any more wolves on the rest of this journey? Like, they mm. steer clear of our scent. Nah, it still seems weird. All right. Rerolling the theme. 33, which is secure peace. Okay, fine. <laughs> the table will not let me. <laughs> <laughs> the oracle has spoken. <laughs> All right, I get it. Yep. So we don't have to worry about coming across wolves on the rest of our journey. Wolf friend. Oh, Elvar wolf friend. <gasps> Ooh. You've got a new nickname. I like that. All right, add it to the list. Elvar. Well, this is the start of the list. I don't think we've started giving you nicknames. I don't I think, think so. I think Taz is going to start doing this. I, I like Elvar Wolf Friend. Yep. Yep. All right. So Taz, maybe Taz is going to become a bard. Who knows? Who knows? Most grumpy bard. <laughs> In the, the yeah, Ironlands. You know. What do we call this place? It is the Ironlands. All right. So we have. That's how Taz starts off. It's like, what do we call this place? Ironlands. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, Taz is still in the lead since Elvar <laughs> uh, was you know, on the bottom. Can you follow up your miss with a strong hit? We'll find out. All right. All right, wolf friend. Wolf friend. It has a certain ring to Ooh. it. Um, I have a nine on my action die and then challenge is four and a six. So heck yeah, I can just run that. Bad so boy. you take a momentum. Yes. Uh, or actually before you take a momentum, do we want to burn a supply to mark progress and give you a momentum? It feels appropriate since we're okay. climbing like, yeah, we're hurting our supply, but yeah. I think that's, we're using ropes and so we're down to two supply, but you get a momentum off of that. And we're now at six boxes of progress. I've got six momentum. <gasps> so here's the question. We could try to reach frost crag. Now reach this cave. Cave. If we feel like we're close enough, or do we want to try to make one more, one more leg of the journey? Yeah, one more leg. All right. I, I feel like we, we're coming, we're in that veil, like above the cave, we're trying to repel in. Yep. Wasn't supposed to be this hard, but that first roll. We we got off the road a little. Is that a 10? If it's a zero, it's a 10. Mm. Even with momentum, I can't do it, because my challenge die are 7 and 10. Ooh. And even with my plus 3, I have a 6. Okay, so another miss. I'm pretty sure. fall, please. <laughs> It's really funny because I feel like I did miss strong hit miss and then, you know, I was able to burn momentum to get a weak hit and then you did miss strong hit miss. Yeah, so, but I don't have the but momentum. You don't have the momentum, but it's just, it's funny to me. There you go. One of those journeys. One of those journeys. One so of those, one of those days. Taz is, he was really, you know, he feel good, wolf friend, repelling down, getting a little cocky. You're not going to like this. Yeah. Maybe I'll love it. The pay the price is it forces you to act against your best intentions. I think we have to go into the village. Like, I don't think we can get. Oh, it's physically impossible. Okay. So this is, yeah, no, no, perfect. Perfect. We're at a point where we actually see a path that leads straight down into Frostcrag. Yeah. 
And it's what you would take coming up to this cave area. But because of some previous rolls, let's say it's, yeah, it's snowy, rock falls. It's impassable. We had to find another means to get to this, maybe resupply, taking our journey from the south. Yeah, is, uh, love it. Is there an entrance in Frostcrag? And like, you know, there's this like cave system that runs under the village. Maybe that's a legend. It's war. So okay. maybe, you know, we've got options. Either try to, to resupply and come in from the south. Maybe we're we're giving up a little bit. Yeah. Um, we're just too far off. It was supposed to be an easy. Well, it wasn't easy. The journey's not easy. It was just treacherous. It's never easy. Nothing, <laughs> like, nothing in the Ironlands is ever We're going to walk three days and just go to the cave. No problem. Nope. Avalanches and wolves and impassable. I also think that because we have to go into the village, we have to resolve the journey now. Yep. And so we're at six progress, and we got to roll the challenge dice against that. Do you want to, or you want me to? No, this is a good time to switch. You know, give it back to you. I think <laughs> at this point, like Taz is again getting a little grumpy and frustrated. Yeah. And we see the path back, and Taz keeps looking down. Like it's a pretty clear shot down. You know, maybe three or four hours down in Tarasca, you can see it from this vantage point. Yeah. I think I think Taz keeps trying to find a way, and Alvar's bloody hands. He's bruised. Yeah. There's a cut in his cheek. Alvar is finally like, "My friend, we have to go to the village. We can't make it to the cave this way." I and that's when you bring up like the lore. Remember yeah. the, the secrets, like through the sewers. You know, there's a uh, there's other you know apparently you know this was uh, a stronghold for the elves way back when, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So he's like, "I know you don't want to go into Frostcrag, but." We have to. We have to go. There's a muttering of some sort of obscenity under his breath. All right. <laughs> you just don't pick it up. And here are the challenge dice against our progress of six. Okay. I've got a five and an eight on the hey. challenge dice. So a weak hit. Weak hit. That's about That's You know what? Uh, we'll take it. So on reach your destination. I can spend that much time not getting somewhere. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Life. In a different gaming system, Steve, we'd have been there. <laughs> In a different gaming system, we could have just been like, we arrive. I think there's probably an argument to be made that we could have just said that anyways, because Frostcrag is our like hometown. But yeah. it's more fun this way. It is much more fun that way. So on a weak hit, you arrive but face an unforeseen hazard or complication. Oh, they know who we are. Come on. It's got to be... But, like, I don't think we necessarily have any ill will. Like, the, the village doesn't necessarily have any True. ill will right, against us. Oracle. Of course, it's going to it's gonna roll, enough. like, you know, people hate or something <laughs> like that. And we're going to be like, ah, okay, maybe right. we do have some ill will in the village. All right, so action. Do you want to roll them? Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, I'll, I'll, I'll do this yeah. now. Since I've been rolling the oracles. Um, 63. 63. Challenge. Okay. It's a good start. Um, 99. Challenge strategy. Challenge. Well, our only strategy right now is how to get into the gaming system. It is. I think <laughs> since we're visiting Frostcrag, do we need to, for like for the first time in our adventures, do we need to get a sense of what's going on in Frostcrag? Because there's the settlement trouble table that we could roll on to see oh. if there's something going on. So the, yeah, the, just getting into the town maybe oh, it could uh, challenge our our our, our plan B. Yeah. <gasps> Additional plans, yeah. Uh, so do you want to roll a percentile on right. the settlement trouble? B and Elvish is <laughs> <laughs> sure. I feel like eventually Taz is going to be fluent, <laughs> fluent and Elvish, Elvish and, and Elvish Elvish is not. Is not exactly. No, that's perfect. 
Taz is going to know Elvish. He's going to know the Elvish gods. Yep. Oh, and Alvar just you is, need me. is in this stubborn, <laughs> you know, mindset that he's by candle of a spear. Alvar's <laughs> <laughs> like, who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a nine. Nine. All right. Straight up nine. Old wounds reopened. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they do know us. Do I remember something about the orphanage burning down or something like that? Or that was in your just, mind. Am I just imagining? No, that? that's a great segue, though. But like, let's not roll on that. Let's just like, say that happened. Why did we leave? I mean, obviously, there was this. Did we leave before the I, overseer there, of this? I think there was a falling out. I think it had to have been that way. Like you know, for all intents and purposes, I think we talked about this last time. We were used essentially as a thieves guild. Yeah. Like, uh, an orphanage. Yeah. Kids. Like, you know, pickpockets. Like, yeah. the good old, you know, Victorian era, you know, if, if you're not going to be in the mines crawling through shafts, you're going to be picking pockets and stealing crap and whatnot. And, yeah. And so he was a, he was a, the, I, we have it written down somewhere, but the man who ran the orphanage and probably had a retinue of syncophants and, and evildoers and whatnot. Put on a good show to the public, right? He's politically connected. At this point, he is a well-to-do, I think, something like a constable or uh, a man of power uh, further south in the Havens at this point has gotten up in the world. So at this point, I think uh, I think what happened is that there was a an eventual coming to a head. You, me, maybe some other people, other kids. You know, at some point you get old enough, right? Right. You become into your teen years and whatnot, and you're a little more unruly and not as useful. So I think at that point he was done with us, but we weren't done with him, realizing that we were. Did he like used frame us for something or or you know in some way turn the villagers against i don't want to keep asking the oracle but that might be a great oracle question of what he did i think this is let's just straight up ask the oracle do we think that he turned the the villagers against us is it almost certain likely 50 50 it's almost certain almost certain all right so 11 or greater is going to be a yes he rolls a two I almost thought almost. Uh, it is a zero 20 it's a 20 uh, so Close. yes yes I mean that's how it's always happened right yeah. you know he's either they peacefully go and we were malcontents so he unpeacefully tried to kick us out and then there was a fight but let's not ask let's let's we'll 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 direct this yeah yeah the orphanage ended up burning down mm-hmm. there was a big fight you know we snuck out or left there was some you know carnage and mayhem maybe some death yeah. We don't know what happened. That's why we've never been back. Yeah. You know, we were starting to get a bad reputation at that point, and he was framing us as bad eggs. Because this is a complication, <laughs> right? But it's not necessarily something that we have to deal with immediately. Yeah. I think we approach the village, and it sounds like, considering there was an orphanage and a thieves' guild sort of situation, yeah. that this is a, a fairly sizable village mm-hmm. in this area. Let's say it's, it's, it's the. The, the capital of this region sure so it's a decent it's a decent size. size so i think elvar and taz you know maybe elvar like pulls his hood up over his head and we're going to try and be subtle about our business in the village and not reveal who we are and uh, and then if we get any further complications, then maybe somebody recognizes us. Okay, I, I like that. And I, let's say that based on where it's at, it's central. It's right at the bottom of the Tempest Hills. It's probably the first large settlement of decent size that pulls in all the like mining. Yeah, material. So this is mi- it's a mining capital. Perfect. Tough people. Yeah. So we are now in Frostcrag, mm-hmm. 
and we've completed our journey. Now we need to find an entrance to this elven cave. Which might be complete bunk. We'll it find it out. might. And I think to do that, we should gather some information. I think that is the appropriate move here. Yeah. And, and I said it, and we're, let's roll with it. Supposedly, it's linked to the sewer system somehow. Mm-hmm. That there's a secret entrance that underneath the city somewhere. Okay. So, it sounds like we're just going to go to the sewers and start looking around? Or are we asking around... <sighs> Would we know who to ask at this point? Like, where would we have learned this lore from? It would have been whispers with all the other boys. Yeah. It's somebody somebody in our... This is yeah. a boy's home. I, this orphanage wasn't oh, an orphanage necessarily. It was like a boy's home. Air yeah. quotes. Like all the mining accidents that happen, you lose your parents, right? No, yeah. no joke, right? Absolutely. So, I think probably one of, you know, one of the boys that was in the home with us maybe had another friend who, you know, was in the sewers and maybe found like an elven brooch or or coin or something. Sure he did. And then it just spiraled out of control. We've all had these conversations in the playground in in primary school, grade school. That's yeah, of course that's what happened. Of course that's what happened. And that was definitely elvish. Yeah. (laughs) Some sort of dwarvish rune. Oh, it's an elvish artifact. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But hey, I mean let's go with it. Let's find out. Let us gather some information. Are there dwarves in our in this world? I don't know. I don't know either. We have not determined that. We I have f- not. I feel like the way that we're going with the elves having all these underground settlements, it may be that elves and dwarves are essentially the same thing. Same mythical. And yeah. They're the only we've only seen one elf. Yeah. That's that, it's not like there are kingdoms of elves somewhere no. that are going around doing stuff. And this elf was hiding in a tree fort, basically. Yeah. Underground tree fort. Yeah. And I, I yeah, exactly. I don't think even <laughs> the people who lived in Woodwatch knew that this elf was there. How do you eat? <laughs> maybe, That's a great question. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> maybe he doesn't. You know, maybe oh, the, the questions I have about them. <laughs> maybe the mausoleum sustains the guardian. Maybe. Wow. We yeah. don't even know who we're helping, Elvar. We really don't. Taz is having this conversation yeah. out loud. <laughs> Don't don't use my <laughs> how name. Did, how did he eat? It makes no sense. It's like hundreds of years, and he's underground. I mean, he did look very pale. Well, that would make sense for being underground. Yeah, but I, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Firstborn are like malnourished, like long lived and full of vitality, oh, that, and maybe the maybe the his spirit. No, that's how they become wraiths. Remember that that negative power? Like he starts consuming the energy of the tree to stay alive, and then he just vanishes and becomes some sort of malevolent. Oh, that's yeah. No, you're no, yeah. I don't think so. That's, so this is the trailing conversation yep. as they're figuring things out. Excellent. Do you want to roll the gather information or do you want me? Oh, to yeah. Take no, no, this we're, we're feeling good about life. Okay. Uh, I'm going to then attempt to assist you on this. So, okay. so gonna, we're actually going to talk. We're going to ask around. I think it makes sense to start there. Yeah. So I'm going to roll secure an advantage to assist Taz on this gather information and i'm going to use my wits as i am studying the the people in the local tavern that we end up in and trying to pick out someone that looks like they would be good to talk to about hidden caves buried underneath the the sewers of the town okay so let's let's say you're helping to point and you know direct things and taz is probably doing the talking yes absolutely we're not dumb people we are not dumb people for a duo yeah just have bad luck. I've got a six on the action die, a seven and an eight on the challenge dice. Does that hurt me? 
Does that hinder my efforts? So, on a miss, you fail or your assumptions betray you. Oh, we're going to miss the wrong people. Pay the price. Are. I'm going to roll this pay the price. Yep. Your action has an unintended effect. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I think I think it has to be that I point it, you to the wrong I, the wrong people. We're paying the price and we talked about it. We're trying to be undercover. Yeah. This has to be the time where somebody's like, hey, aren't you the elf guy? The guy who always thought was in the... Yeah, Elvar. You're Elvar, right? That can, one of those kind of yeah, conversations. Yeah. And I think Elvar, who has a shadow of one, is going to say, uh, um, no, no, uh, I'm not Elvar. Uh, totally who? convincing. Who? <laughs> yeah, the short guy, Taz. So maybe he was with us you know? maybe yeah and so i think that's where your gather information is going to determine where we go if it's good or bad if it's good or bad thanks it could end up being it could end up okay but, but I typically think, we would not have had a negative consequence it just we wouldn't have gotten any information typically now there's a definite danger yes i think there is definitely more of a danger now I, am i using my am i using wit it is wits yes Okay, so I have an eight on my action die, nine and a two. So we can. Yeah. So the information complicates your quest or introduces a new danger. Envision what you discover and take plus one momentum. So you get a momentum. Oh, sweet. More momentum. Yay, um, momentum. I, can, I'm just, I really know what this is going to mean. Um, it's a friendly conversation. He remembers us, but he's a talker. So he's going to start telling people, hey, Taz and Elvar are back. Yeah. And it's going to start with, you know, friends, and then it's going to start with, uh, it's going to move to people who are not necessarily our friends. All right. So uh, we have, uh, we try to press upon it that needs to be secret. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this guy's name? That's a great question. Let us roll on the Oracle. Do you want to roll percentile dice while I pull up our names? Um, I'm thinking we go to an inn. It just happens that Innkeeper is one of those boys home friends that we had. Same age-ish kind of um very very pumped to see us uh and because he's an innkeeper he's like i'll be sure to like we're like don't tell anybody he's like oh yeah your secret we like this is he's not gonna keep it a secret. literally he turns around <laughs> and he's like guess <laughs> who i saw yeah. exactly. like, damn it <laughs> damn it who number six keon <laughs> oh keon why why do you hurt us this way all right uh so we are going to add keon to the list of npcs the frost crag innkeeper that we grew up with. Do we have so. a name for this? Uh, this inn? This inn. I'm like, Keon the Talker. Oh, I like Keon the Talker. <laughs> That's good. I like, I, I'm, I'm enjoying these uh, epithets that we're adding to people. Uh, <laughs> like the meeting stone. There's like a big rock in the middle of the. The meeting oh, stone. He rebuilt the inn on top of the burnt down boys home. And he's left some of the rubble there. Oh, I like it. Because, <laughs> you know, he's a Sun Pencil kind of guy. He thought that was pretty, pretty, pretty badass when it happened. That's <laughs> probably why he's so pumped. It's like, yeah, it's a total secret. I sort of named this place because of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So we're kind of hometown heroes. <laughs> to Keown. To Keown. Oh, boy. So, but we do acquire positive information yes so it seems likely keon was the one that was bragging about having the elvish stone maybe that's i mean it, it makes sense that after an hour or so we're like well oh keon's here oh like, he was the guy like or he was in that crew of you know friends maybe they were a grade below or above yeah. whatever okay out of school what am i talking about so do- <laughs> <laughs> it was child labor thieves guild <laughs> 
you know, it's the same difference. Same yeah. difference. Uh, we were taught things. We were taught things. We've we've learned some. I, apparently, Elvar <laughs> didn't learn a whole lot of uh, thievery he or deception. Found but, a book on Elvish lore when he was eight, and it was do- done. Yeah. Which I think this is an in- an interest. Maybe this is only interesting to me, but Elvar Could like read. Yes, <laughs> but also like remembers his quote unquote Elvish mother. And she left at some point. I feel like you're from a well-to-do family. Just ended up there. Yeah. By circumstance. Well, I think, I think it was probably one of those situations where his, again, quote unquote, elven mother, I think we've, we've proved that he does have some connection to the firstborn. He does. But you know, whether or not his mother is actually a full blooded elf is yeah. still up for debate. She was but never there. Dad she, got sick and died. She, something she, like that. Yeah, exactly. She left when he was young, but old enough to at least remember her. And then his father passed. Maybe he was, you know, the foreman of one of the mining or an innkeeper. Yeah, a yeah. person of of some means. It means and so could educate his child. But had no siblings, had no family or anything in the oh, village. An child. And, yes. And <laughs> Elvar ended up at the yeah. orphanage. Taz has siblings. May or may not meet them. We just don't talk about them. <laughs> we just don't talk about them. <laughs> All right. So we know what we're looking for. Is it that we just, we, we now know sort of what sewer to start looking in? Yeah, I'm sure. Cause he's an innkeeper, right? He hears yeah. stories that, yeah, there's some weird stuff in the sewers. We've mm-hmm. had, you know, some people talk about, you know, if they're doing repairs or, you know, there maybe there was just one group that heard of the legend and was exploring. So there is some, there is something to it. Okay. So do we want to then roll something to try and find it? Do we think we need to roll to find it or do we just ask the Oracle? Oh, we're going to ask the Oracle. It? it sounds like we've completely given up and doing it this the traditional way and just going to the cave itself. Yeah. Okay. Not that I wanted to be blunt about it but i mean well but i think i think <laughs> if we ask the oracle and, and the oracle like, says no, no then okay. we gotta go to the cave yeah, okay. we, we gotta find our way yeah. is there an entrance to this elven ruin in the sewers almost certain likely 50 50 50 50 this 50, has got to be a 50 50 thing right do you want to roll it yeah yeah right. i'm gonna roll it you roll so it. 15 above or 51 and above 51 or greater is a yes mm-hmm. 29 <laughs> No, there is not. I think we find maybe a spot where there are some like elven, you know, markings, but it's long. closed off. Yeah, long yeah. destroyed. So we yeah. spend a good portion of a day in the sewer. Yep. We're just going to long story short this. Yep. We stink. We come yep. back to the end. We're going to spend some resources, I guess, staying at the end. Maybe yeah. I'm, I know what Keon's on the house. I do think. <laughs> Yes, but also seriously, these guys burned down the place. I built this in. We get back to the inn, and like it's busier than it seems like it normally yeah. would be. And hello, Des. People yeah. that we recognize, people don't recognize, greeting us, yep. shifty eyes, quiet. Yep, countenances on some people. So I guess like where does that leave us? <sighs> are we gonna Are we gonna try and like? slip out in the night or are we going to actually like stay here overnight and see what happens how do we want to handle getting to this cave because we we now know that we have to get to the cave but it's it's blocked it's off in some way yeah so is it going to be another journey to try and get there or i feel like taz would hatch a plan gets into his cups a little bit and says elvar we could use some of this goodwill get some assistance right I mean, okay. somebody knows how to get i feel like this is taz's angle yeah um that would be a shadowy approach, but I think he's helping to make, you know, Elvar has always been the tall, 
generally handsome, you know, kind of popular-ish. He was always a good leader. Yeah. Uh, maybe not very effective at it, but <laughs> well, the, the, he played the part. The, <laughs> you know, being a good leader really is is bringing people around you who are competent. <laughs> competent and have skill. <laughs> so I feel like this is a, a plan that Taz is hatching right now. Like, there's going to be some blowback on it. Um, I don't know if you know, Taz is also thinking that it might be dangerous. So I gears think, are turning. I think we should just, again, long story it. short it. And you, Taz should roll a compel. But that's why I'm asking you to do it. Taz is putting the seed into Elvar's brain and you should compel. Okay, then you need to assist. Yep, I'm going to assist. Because I have, I have nothing when it comes to swindling. Oh, is, is, is that part of swindling? So it's shadow. Oh yeah, no, lying. I'm doing it. I was just, I was trying to gain the system. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, I, unless we could make the argument that Taz is assisting with shadow of like spreading these things, and then Elvar is trying to like charm. So people. that's what I'm asking. I'm trying to help you charm, and then Taz wants to do a solo adventure here in a second. Okay. Like you stay here and see if you can get some support. If anybody knows a way in or has a, you know, uh, appropriate path, gear, whatever. Okay. Physical, actual guide us there. You do that. I want to support. I don't know if I can do this. I want to support you, but then I also want to figure out our emergency escape plan. Plan C. Plan C. If you are assisting me, mm-hmm. uh, how are you doing it? Are you doing it with speed, agility, or precision? Charm, loyalty, or courage? Aggressive action, forceful defense, strength, or endurance? Deception, stealth, or trickery? Expertise, insight, or observation? Expertise. Okay. So he's just giving the... Yeah, roll plus wits. So what it is, is Taz is going, oh, remember so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really like this thing, and like, yeah. like make sure to mention that. I've got to do something. Get us some help. Yeah. Because, and I'm pointing out really quiet, well, maybe not quietly at this point, there are some shifty looking people here too, so uh, they're not all friends. Remember that, Elvar. I'm going to see if I can take care of that. All right. Ooh, um, so I have a nine on my action, and I have a two and a ten. Okay, so a weak hit. So I get plus one momentum for that. There you go. So, not great, but... Not terrible. Not terrible. Could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. Okay. So, so I'm going to attempt to compel this group of individuals who have gathered in the meeting stone to see the return of Taz and Elvar. And I'm rolling plus heart on this, which is plus two. Look at that. Five on the action die and two twos on the challenge dice for another strong hit. More popular than we thought we were. An opportunity. Well, at least you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Elvar is very popular. So <laughs> it's like a terrible class reunion. <laughs> <laughs> so on a strong hit, they'll do what you want or share what they know. Take plus one momentum. Oh, Yay. Geez, momentum. Uh, if you use this exchange to gather information, make that move now and add plus one. I don't think this is about gathering information. I think they're going to help us clear the way to the cave. Yeah. I think, I think maybe Elvar, somebody's a guy, my, they're miners, right? The, maybe they have a way that they, they know the cave. Everybody knows what that cave is. They yeah. know how to get there and they know the safe route from the self. And I think Elvar who is not deceptive, but what he is, is personable. And so he, he spins this tale about the wood watch and the, the lost, you know, the last elf that needs our help. And, you know, we are, 3% we are, of the people believe you. Yep. But they were totally on board, but they're all like, whatever the game is, they're all like, you know what? This is fine. We can go clear a, a little passageway for you to get to this cave. I'm sure you did this all the time back like for when we were head down time yeah. like you were always thinking of adventures and that you know the 
forgotten elvish kingdoms and whatnot. So you know, then you're back as an adult, pretend he's trying to do it. I, if for real, if this works out, I may take the storyteller asset uh, because I feel like that is oh, you like a may- Viking, like the the scald yeah. kind of storyteller, like truly epic tale. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Yep. So I'll keep that in mind for when I eventually get some XP when we finally, <laughs> we finally complete, complete this. Quest. <laughs> Wouldn't stop screwing around all these. Uh, so I think. Tracks. So if you want to do your plan, I do. Insert letter that we haven't discovered yet. Uh, this plan C. Plan C. Um, okay. He just wants. He wants to see if he can slip out Taz and just secure alternate. Like lodging that may be on the edge of the town, just as a backup, like okay. so we're not freezing to death outside. It's cold. Okay. I mean, nothing complex, just kind of like a backup location, whether it's a sleepy inn or in, you know a, a barn or something. Does this sound like something that has an inherent danger in it? Sure, it does. I'm by myself, everything has an inherent danger in Frostcrag. Yeah. At this point, with our buddy Keon. I think it's probably just facing danger. Okay. Is going to be this because it's there's inherent danger. We don't know what that is yet. We'll define it. If, I'm using my wits. I'm and just using wits. To... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, eight uh, challenge die is or nine and four. So weak. Weak hit. Okay. So you succeed, but you have to lose a momentum, endure harm, endure stress, or suffer a loss to supply. What does endure harm mean? Uh, you take one hit to your health. Health. Or the or the other options? Endure stress, which mm-hmm. would be one hit to your stress, your spirit. Suffer minus one supply, uh, which we're at two supply. Or you can just lose the momentum. Um, I'm going to suffer stress, because let's say he's followed. Okay. And he has to lose them. Yeah. Cool. So spirit? Yeah. Lose the spirit. Even though that's probably mechanically terrible for me, but... It's okay, though. That's what this is all about. We got resupply, too. Yeah, I think we should... I, I think we have, with the successful compel, we have a path to the cave we don't have to worry about rolling anything yep. on that think so we, need to get supply. we can resupply i come back breath like you know out of breath like i found out a backup location but yeah we're being followed yeah. you know taz is all in a tizzy and <laughs> taz, taz comes in and alvar is like on a table leading the the whole tavern in a song and taz is just like pilot oh. elish gods yeah. <laughs> all right so, uh, we are resupplying, mm-hmm. which would be uh, rolling plus wits. Okay. I'll just, this is Taz's job. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is he bad at his job? He's bad at his job. I could use my momentum to actually get a weak hit. So, on a weak hit, we would be able to take two supply, but you'd have to suffer momentum loss for each of those. And if you burn your momentum, that would take you to two, which means you would have to suffer down you know, two momentum go to zero to go to zero. Sure. Or we can just find nothing and pay the price and then, you know, go into this cave with only two supply. That sounds like so much more fun. Let's, let's do <laughs> let's that. Do then. that. All right. Uh, yeah. Cause Taz is a little worked up now. Yeah. Elvar had a great evening telling stories. Taz is trying to be the, the responsible planner and, uh, is being followed a little, little edgy now. And because of that, it causes a delay or puts you at a disadvantage. Uh, I feel like the cause of delay is that it takes a while to get all of these like workers and stuff oh. together. And so that just gives people who might have a grudge against us more time to sort of marshal their forces. And, you know, maybe they follow us into the, the cave. cave. It leaves open the possibility of okay. danger in the future. 
I like it. All right. So we are going to, first of all, mark a box of progress <gasps> on our quest because our vow is to go to the nearby elven site and seek out elven lore to seal off the wood watch, which we are now at our second elven site. Third. Technically. Technically, yes. And so I'm going to mark another progress for that so that we are at five boxes of progress because we've found the cave entrance now. We can get to it. And I think we're probably going to have to delve this of course we are. This cave. So let's get to work on that. This is this is Elvar's territory. I think Taz has always deferred to Elvar when we first enter the elvish site fair it's, enough it appears to be our uh, thing right now is uh delving elvish ruins it is so our objective is to find elven lore you know eventually we'll go on this revenge quest eventually where it's taz's thing eventually <laughs> do we want to roll a site name now or do we want to wait until wait. we're in a little I don't, I don't think we know where we're at all right uh we really don't this is this is a this is also our mo yes blindly stumbling into the unknown so our theme could be ancient corrupted fortified hallowed haunted infested ravaged Ravaged. or wild go for it do you want to roll of course we do all right can't make any decisions by ourselves (laughs) 21 corrupted Uh, of course it is yeah wasn't the last one we were in corrupted as well Mm, one of them was you know, it's kind of funny. I rolled a 22 just thinking, what, and it's a frozen cavern, which is... Perfect. Frost Crag, frozen cavern. All right, so... But Frost Crag's actually named after this cavern. It probably is. I think that makes sense. A colloquialism. It's probably a mistranslation from something elvish yeah. from a long time ago. Is it troublesome, dangerous, formidable, extreme, or epic? I want to say dangerous. Dangerous at this point. Yeah. I, feel like- I don't know how this game works. It could become worse. I don't want to have to like really go for it. I uh, should we set up some denizens? We always do, don't we? Yeah, we should. We should establish some. Okay. So, what do we think? I'll just keep rolling. You keep. You keep. Okay. Whatever we're looking at, it's sixty-three. So that's going to be size. It's person-sized. Sweet. Um, fifty-nine. It's an insect. Oh, and person size ice insects. <laughs> yeah, G- give us, give us, what? give us a characteristic. Uh, forty tail. What? Oh, tail. So maybe a stinger of some stinger? sort. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, giant frost scorpion. All right. Is it very common? Common. Uncommon. Rare or unforeseen? Uh, rare, at least. I don't think these are a common foe. Okay. So we're gonna say giant frost scorpion. Uh, you want to do you want to do a couple more rolls? Yeah, we'll get another. Let's 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 aim for a, a common one here. All right, twenty one. Twenty one. Small. Um, thirty four. Spider. Yeah, yeah, spiders. Yeah. So frost spider. Yeah, they're all gonna be cold themed. Uh, do we want to roll up one more? Yeah. All right. Uh, seventy two. Seventy two. Large, giant sized. Yeah, that's great. 87. Ooh, hybrid. <laughs> oh, boy. Nice. So that's going to be 54 and 9. So, lizard beast. Lizard beast. Could this be like um, like salamanders, right? The lizard tail, but 
humanoid kind of and they're big right nine like salamander men yeah like well like they've um naga kind of like you know okay like a uh, serpent folk but they're big right they're towering yeah. kind of like uh yeah. uh is this unforeseen yeah okay so we're gonna hopefully we don't get there should we should we give uh, like should we call this something other than serpent folk because i feel like this is not a like species that's in here this is a like individual let's actually let's give it a name oh yeah uh i'm gonna go under other names let's use the giants 38 is kashin kashin okay i like that so kashin i like the idea that it's a elemental creature yeah but not water like maybe it's like rock it's like this giant rock serpent thing kashin rock serpent okay cool so we've got a few denizens and we can always what was the hybrid it was a lizard what lizard and beast and or beast. mammal i like lizard beast lizards have legs so maybe it's like uh more like uh or like one of those kind of things that has eight legs kind of thing but it's a giant lizard and it's got nasty claws and teeth and yeah i can name you know all sorts of mythical creatures that would appropriately describe yeah, it exactly. something like that it's a legend it's nasty yeah it's is, a legend is what it is cool so we've got our corrupted frost cavern and we are approaching the edge of this human sized scorpions i'm sorry human sized scorpions that are cold based yeah I, it's a little scary I mean, and spiders man poison yep so as elvar and taz approach the cave entrance we are going to delve the depths. Hell yeah. When you traverse an area with a, within a perilous site, envision your surroundings. Ask the Oracle if unsure. Then consider your approach. If you navigate this area with haste, roll plus edge. With stealth or trickery, roll plus shadow. Or with observation, intuition, or expertise, roll plus wits. Elvar is definitely leading with wits. Okay. So this is going to be plus two on this. Test as usual. Okay, elf boy. Three on the action die, a two and a ten on the challenge dice for so a weak hit. So roll on the following table according to your stat. So we're going to roll the uh, delve the depths plus wits, mark progress, yes, and reveal a danger. Dun dun dun. So our progress is going to be two ticks. We've marked two progress. But now we have to reveal a danger. Roll percentile dice for us. 28. Perfect. Taz and Elvar enter the cave. And there is a steady decline into the depths of the earth. It's cold down here. There's ice along the walls. Both of them can see their breath as they are walking deeper and deeper. Why is it colder on the inside? It's Frostcrag, after all. I mean, that's the city, not not the cave. Our case will be temperately equal. <laughs> I can't think. The two of them are carrying torches as they are delving deeper and deeper into this cave system. They come to the first cavern in this cave system and as they emerge into it they see that there are 
two passages, one that leads off to the left, one that leads off to the right. There are stalactites hanging from the ceiling that are made purely of ice, and the ground underneath their feet crunches as they walk. As they enter this cavern, the light from their torches plays off of the wall, gleaming with icy sheeting. And in that moment, they hear a on the ice as a pair of frost spiders emerge from behind the stalactites hanging from the ceiling. They're small, right? Smallish. Yeah. Dog sized. Dog sized. Dog sized. And we'll find out what happens next time. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures, and thanks so much to Tabletop Audio for the lovely ambient sounds and music throughout the episode. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word, and if you want to support the show directly, leave me a review or buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash errantadventures. If you want to interact with me, I'm at errantsolopod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email me at errantsolopod at gmail.com. I also post campaign-related materials on my website, errantadventurespod.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.